I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Anthony Weiner caught in yet another sexting scandal. I love him. I have forgiven him. It is great to be here at the Washington Hilton. It's something a prostitute might say to a congressman. Welcome to Under the Beltway. I'm Anna. I'm Marina. Um, and we're going to start off, like we always do, with updates about our dating lives. Which Anna. is me, because <laughs> Marina lives with her boyfriend. Uh, I was talking to a boy. We went on some dates. A boy- okay, and no, I'm actually going to get more detailed. I, was, yeah, I met you a should... boy at a party. Oh. I know, which I didn't really think people did anymore. Um, when I've never really done. Um, we went on a few dates. And I met him. And you met him. At a party. party. (laughs) Um, And then another boy slid into my DMs. uh, And we have since been talking. And I met him. Out of your DMs. Into your text messages. I know. So romantic. Uh, Things are moving fast, you guys. (laughs) Well, I don't really know about that. Uh, And I met him through mutual friends, which is another normal way to meet someone. (laughs) I'm killing it this month. <laughs> you are. Which actually has kept me off Bumble. Um, <laughs> thank God. Those are my updates. Uh, I'm guessing you don't have any. <laughs> no. Relationship still. world is still going strong. <laughs> Relationship world still going strong. Still living in the same place that I live in with my boyfriend. Shall we? Yeah. Let's move on from our very sad dating lives. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> Only I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> Let's move on for, from our normal dating lives. Um, hour. So we're dating each other. Um, okay. I'm going to start. Yeah. Do it. We're talking today with Shauna, who we met in typical adult friendship fashion. Shauna played on a kickball team seven years ago with her now roommate, Jim, who went to college with Mitch, who is dating our friend, Sarah. Shauna was the marketing, marketing director for Glenn's Garden Market. Um, this was at both the DuPont and the Shaw locations, Shaw location RIP. Shauna's 33. She grew up in the D.C. area. Uh, she took a six-year detour out of the district um, and to Fredericksburg, Virginia, and mo- she moved back to D.C. like 10 years ago. But Shauna is moving to Denver next month, and in preparation, she has already switched her dating profiles to the Denver location she's already noticed an increase in matches and conversations. Shauna, who is black, found out found when she first joined online dating that men were less likely to respond to her than they were to her white roommate at the time. So data from OkCupid actually backs Shauna up. Um, it shows that black women, along with Asian men, receive on average less attention than literally any other race or gender. Uh, so we talked to Shauna about dating while black, how dating in D.C. has changed in the past 10 years, and what she's hoping to find in the Denver dating market. So we actually started off talking about um, an article that Shauna sent us uh, about a year ago, mm-hmm. um, where she was like, this really speaks to my experience as a black woman in the dating world. The article, she wrote it in 2015. Um, and in the headline, it was, you know, quitting online dating because of racism. It was a black woman. Um, and I had just gotten off of the websites and the apps at that time. So I, up until that point, wasn't certain if the way that I was feeling about the lack of matches or lack of responses was 
what it was. And her article reaffirmed for me that it was that because I am a black woman, I'm often passed over by every male, regardless of race on dating apps. Um, and a lot of what she touched on were things that I hadn't considered. The fact that for many of these platforms, it's revenue generating um, and there's money to be made off of people being selective in their usage and not limiting that um, as an option. Um, that was kind of eye-opening for me because I was at the fact at that time paying for services. Mm -hmm. Um, and then beyond that, it was the affirmation that racism (laughs) is still very much alive, but it's not necessarily talked about, but it probably is most prevalent in the aspects of love and relationships. Mm -hmm. So you heard Shauna talking about the article um and it really like sparked this whole conversation with her um we go through first off like her background in dating and then we move into actually what that has meant um in terms of being a black woman being a black woman in dc which like is actually it's a pretty racially charged city yeah and it's a segregated pretty, yeah, city yeah, yeah i was gonna say it's like there's a lot of inequality yeah um, and historically has been a really black city. Um, it was called Chocolate, Chocolate city, city for a while. Yeah. Um, it has a history of black leadership um, mm. in the city. But times they are a changing. Um, and Shauna also speaks a little bit about that and about the gentrification of the city. So Yeah, because she's been here for 10 years. Yeah. Tune in. Yeah. Here's Shauna. All right, so I came up here. I then I did join eHarmony at one point. My roommate, so I lived with my mom for a little bit, and then a college friend who was also who had also moved back home to live with her parents after both of us having lived independently for several years post grad, um, were on the same page and got out of our parents' house as quickly as we could. We got a, a apartment in Arlington, um, and that's when things really. Well, yeah, because you can bring out. someone home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of went off the rails for me there so um so what is so you just were like were you doing a lot of like online dating or just like going to bars and meeting guys both okay both so bar meets were obviously never like long-term relationship scenarios um but it was helping me to like flex my flirting skills which i'd never done because no i think that's true (laughs) i stopped wearing sweatpants to the bars too (laughs) (laughs) shauna for you Thank it you. was time you learned yeah <laughs> <laughs> people weren't so keen on buying drinks for this slumpy girl i'm really shocked by that so you joined harmony yeah so um so my we and i both joined the harmony together okay and you guys were going because i think of e-harmony is that is that christian it 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 is not they got a lot of flack at the beginning for the you're anti-gay for a while yes. okay Yes. And that was for a Christian reason. Yeah, it's like Chick-fil-A, where like the product's okay. really good, but yeah. maybe the people behind yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But like it's not like you go on it's not Christian mingle where it's like no. Christians trying to be yes, Christians. Okay. Exactly. Okay. No, this was like absolutely open. Okay. With the exception of there were it was a street. Like man seeking woman, woman seeking man. Right. Singular experience. Uh so with eHarmony you had to do a personality tests that took like Days to complete. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is it like okay, Cupid's questions? No, no. This is like imagine Myers Briggs for dating. Wow. wow. It was really involved. It was like, do you prefer to be in a quiet room or a loud party? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. So, did, do you think it was, did it work? Well, the great thing about doing eHarmony at the same time is that both of us have very similar personalities. So we got, like, we would get up in the morning and look at our matches and we'd see when the we same had people. same oh. people. <laughs> wow. And we would both message those people. Okay. She always got responses back and I never did. So in the... What was the difference? The difference in what? What was the difference between, like... Did you message the same responses? thing? Yeah. No, I mean, that wasn't... Similar, similar things. Okay. Just, like, initiating conversation. Is she white? Mm-hmm. She's white, blonde, blue-eyed. Gotcha. Female. Okay. And you are not? No. Any of those? <laughs> no, none of them. No, none of those things. Um, Describe yourself for us. Sure. I am not a white, blonde. <laughs> I think we covered that. I have brown skin. <laughs> I like how you, you just stroked your skin as if like you could feel the color. <laughs> Let me just touch my skin one more time. Oh, uh, yes. Not white. <laughs> um, I am of Haitian African American descent. I stand at about five, five and a half, five, five point five feet tall. Um, my hair changes as I feel like changing it. Sometimes I wear glasses, sometimes I do not. Is your friend the same age as you? Yeah. Uh, she's only like two years older than me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we we joined because there was a promo running. So, she did it for six months. I did it for a year. In six months, I think she went on something like 17 or so dates. In a year, I went on one. Whoa. Because you only got one, like one person one asked you out. all the way through to date. a date. Did you guys talk about it? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is when I started to see the differences um, because I was able to like yeah. side by side. Yeah. And That's- mind you, the thing about eHarmony that was supposed to make it so much greater is that you're receiving matches curated for you because yeah. of your shared and your complementary and converse personality traits. Um, so this wasn't just like Tinder where it's this is a picture of a person. Yeah. It was <laughs> this person has been picked for you because you share certain values. Also with the harmony, you could have said if you weren't interested in receiving matches of a race or age type or really? location. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's true. I mean, that's true for OkCupid. True. But I don't Anything know. Anything you pay people... for, you have those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you can like... still do that on like Coffee Meets Bagel too though. I was going to say, I think it's more like it's Tinder. You can't, there's nowhere to do that. Mm-hmm. Like those settings are very bare, like bare yeah. bones. But like, I don't know. I've have never done that. Have you ever done? I've done like ages, and I've done. I've done age, but I've never done like race religion or religion. Or anything, yeah. Um, no, I like to leave that to like, the individual profile itself. Yeah. So um, I've never intentionally excluded somebody at the outset, which is a valid point. Yeah. So this was eHarmony. Yeah. Are you still in eHarmony? Mm-mm. <laughs> Because eHarmony is expensive, and that's a lot of money to spend. And I'll, I should say that I've also intentionally been off of online and app for long stretches of time as well. Why do you get off them? Because there's only so much rejection one person can face. <laughs> do you get, when you like rejected, does that mean you're asking people out and they're saying no? Or like it just... It's, uh, it, well, it depends on what the platform is. So yeah. it could be as simple as... Swiping right for and not know, getting and not getting a swipe ever back, mm-hmm. or it could be 
starting a conversation with somebody and then it just like not going anywhere yeah. or getting to the point of the date and then the date's just like whoo man <laughs> like you go on the date yeah and it's really bad yes and i will say that too there there were there have been several points in time where i rather than waste conversation will just say like okay we matched let's meet and mm-hmm. save myself the time yeah you sent us me and anna last year an article in the Washington Post. It was an op-ed by this woman who was talking about just the experience of discrimination um, in the online dating world and platforms. Um, and that really resonated with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what were what were some of the things that you actually really felt um, that you connected with in this article? There is, there's only so much that you can put into a profile beyond your photos and the way that many of these platforms are created is that the photo is what's present um and physical attraction is important to a lot of people and for some people it's more important than anything else so like to be fair i'm not interested in that person period (laughs) (laughs) i'm interested in in having more a deeper um connection but if every person who meets what i'm interested in chooses not to click on my profile because of the color of my skin and my profile photos, I don't even get an opportunity. Um, Do I think there would be a difference if we met in person? Possibly. And that's been my experience for the most part. I haven't faced reject. I've I've faced less rejection meeting somebody out than I have online. Mm -hmm. Um, And that might just be because of the scenario and that it's a little bit harder to just like, well, that's kind of what this article is saying Mm -hmm. too. So yeah. Um, and I, I don't have, I've never spoken with other people of color about their online dating experiences. Um, but if you go back to, to the eHarmony anecdote, like that's a very clear cut example of where two people are receiving the exact same matches in an environment in which our matches have been curated based off of our personality types. And she would get not only responses, but ultimately a date. And I wouldn't get a response on an initial engagement. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's like I said, I was joking by all means I was joking, but it's, it is a true thing. You can only handle, but so much rejection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if that rejection is passive in the form of me just not having as many matches as somebody else who's using an app, um, or choosing to come off of platforms altogether, mm-hmm. um, as I have in the past, it's, that's a reality. Um, but I would say that of, if you consider I've only dated online in DC. I don't know if this problem extends beyond the city. And I think that was another thing about her article that really hit home was that this is a woman who's writing this for the post. Like she's experiencing this in the same space that I live in at the same time that I'm experiencing it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would be interested in digging into that a little bit more, but my personal experience has been pretty miserable, pretty miserable. Have you ever had a conversation with someone that you were dating or went on an online date mm-hmm. um, with about race and the experience you've had as a black woman on online dating apps? All right. So this is going to require me to be a little bit more honest with even myself, not just you guys, but with myself. There are many instances, and this includes meeting people in person as opposed to on an app, where I know I'm checking off a specifically white male mm-hmm. box of okay, dated a black woman. Interesting. And I have been aware of that when it's happening. How do you, what do you, why do you say that? Um, It's, you know, I can't pinpoint a specific, 
thing, but it's it's an intuition. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know when somebody's like, all like, right. Look, well, I'm not racist. I'm dating a black woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now I can go to back to dating white Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or this is something. It's like the white male Asian female fantasy. It's, it's <laughs> yes. That was a sigh <laughs> of Asian female. Yes. Like, you know this is I, a real I thing. Yeah. You know this is a real thing. Yeah. I do think that that's more of a fetish that, like, lasts longer as opposed to, like, the black female where it mm-hmm. is, let me do this once so mm-hmm. I can either say I did it or just to see what it's all about. Um, and it's the little, it's a lot deeper in America because of our history. Um, and I, I also, again, being more honest with myself than I have, um, my family has specific feelings about my openness to dating outside of my race. What does your um, family say about it? You know, it's, um, they're not necessarily quiet about mm. it by any means. <laughs> um, one of my cousins sent me a, um, a meme the other day it was um somebody oh let me let me just find it really quick yeah it was a tweet is your sister married Mm -mm, no does she date black men she dates exclusively black men over six foot tall with a minimum (laughs) of (laughs) not kidding kidding. (laughs) 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 $80,000 not kidding Uh, yes I'm putting her on blast I call her I call her a heightist. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. This, this is what it was at Instagram. So, you know, Instagram's added the ask me a question feature. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. somebody asked the question, do you date white men to a black woman? And her response was, honestly, no, because I'm very giving to my man. And if I do too much for a white man, I'm going to feel like I'm a slave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious That's as it is, a- that is a way that like yeah. people, people do they, feel. Yeah. And so like yeah. my cousin sent it. As a, you know, as a joke. And I said, well, the actual truth is that many white men bring their guilt to the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Overcorrection. And fine. Yeah. Fine. So, yes, there are very much instances in which both I know that I am fulfilling a fantasy for somebody and simultaneously getting my physical enjoyment out of it. Mm -hmm. um, And that I am going against what my ancestors would have rather... (laughs) So, like, your family members, no one's married a white person? Um, not This is specifically my dad's side of the family. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. My, my mother only has one sibling, and okay. his first wife was Hawaiian, and his second wife and my aunt and mother of my cousins is white. Hmm. Um, and he pretty much exclusively dated white. Um, and what's interesting is that he, he and my mother immigrated from Haiti when they were kids. So his entire experience is as an immigrant, not necessarily as mm. a black man in america now he is viewed if people don't know he doesn't speak with an accent yeah just look like a black man in america but that's not the way that his romantic relationships yes um so this is mostly my dad's side of the family have you experienced and i have found this very specifically in dc Mm -hmm. um that dating outside of your race sometimes you are viewed as not just like fulfilling a fantasy or fulfilling like the Asian fetish, mm-hmm. um, but that you, because you are brown, um, are used to as like kind of a badge of, oh, look how progressive I yeah. am, yeah. which I think is kind of specific to DC because mm-hmm. it's so yeah. political mm-hmm. here and everything liberal yeah. each other. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, I do think that. And I think that there are people who are more willing to do it because they've moved away from home. And mm-hmm. it's not a thing that they could do at home and, and not, you know, and 
do so without being judged. Yeah. By their peers there versus doing it here and seeming like, you know, the white knight. Yeah. Um, Have you, like, <laughs> white knight? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Have you ever had, like, candid conversations with partners or people that you've dated um, about that? Um, it depends on the scenario. Um, if I know that, like, if I if I have the feeling that this is what I'm doing, no, I'm not engaging because I don't need to be re- <laughs> reinforced. Um, but, yeah, I've absolutely asked, you know, have you dated outside of your race before? Um, because there is a lot that comes to, um, at the surface, it's about the color of your skin, but the reasons why people don't date outside of their race is because of cultural differences. Um, and it there is a lot to know. Like if I'm bringing, who knows who I'm going to end up with, but if I end up bringing a white man to my father's side of the family, there's going to be a lot of coaching before, <laughs> before that first meeting. Yeah. Because who I am as an individual is is very individual. When I'm with my family, like it's a, it's a different Shauna. Um, and I would... I don't expect anybody to bend or mold who they are to gain the respect. Like if I love you and you love me, that's all that matters. Um, but you having the respect of my family and being able to be respectful of my family is also important. Um, yeah. And you're just going to have to learn some like cultural things along <laughs> the way too. Um, so yeah, if, if I think there's something more serious to it, it is a conversation that I want to have had. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it all, it also, it always depends. How many different people do you think you've met online? In person? Yeah. Over I mean, the you're years. talking the span of yeah. Or how over many per 10 year, years. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, the there was the eHarmony year, which was one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so was eHarmony definitely worse than the other apps, do you think? Or was that normal and you just were able to sort of see it because it was side by side? I don't know. Um, and I, I think, honestly, I was not... For what Ear Harmony was marketing itself for at that time and where I was in my life at that time, I don't know that yeah, I picked that's the true. right platform. Because that's like a marriage. It was a marriage thing, and I was 23 and, like, very not married. <laughs> like, not trying to be married. Okay, so wait. We have kind of the arc of your story, basically, is that you have not been successful yes. at finding love, love. here yeah. in D.C. Or even, like... Wow. <laughs> no, that, that's dramatic. That's dramatic. But definitely, yes, Noah. So what are you doing about this now? I am packing up everything in my life and moving to Denver, Colorado. At the end of the no! month. <laughs> what? I mean, but this is... why? Yeah. Yeah. Well, ladies, it's time for me to get out from under the beltway. <laughs> Way to put that <laughs> in there. <laughs> we see what she did. Yeah. When did you start thinking about leaving D.C.? All right. So to be fully honest, I've been wanting to leave the area since I got here. Um, next month will be 29 years that I've lived in the D.C. metro region, which is it's a long, long mm-hmm. time. A long time. Um, so I'd actually, the move from Arlington to D.C. made me appreciate the, the space and I was feeling pretty settled. Um, it's a different city and... I liked the growth around me and felt as though like I got a good exposure to a lot of culture and meeting different people, but it remains a small town where if I go out by myself, I'm likely to bump into somebody that I know, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I really do love this city. I have a 
tattoo on my ankle that says so and another one on my back that also says so. Um, So the decision to leave wasn't by any means an easy one to finally um, make this call. But I have visited Denver several times over the years and realized every time I go there, I'm never ready to leave when it's time to go. And I thought if I could have a feeling like that somewhere that isn't home, it's maybe Mm -hmm. worth exploring for, you know, just a a different time Mm -hmm. in life. Um, Why have you, so you, why have you visited there? um, So one of my best friends from college went out there immediately after for grad school, never left. So he's been out there for 12 years. Um, And then on my last visit, I realized how many people I know who have moved to Denver over the years. Uh, So I have about six or seven friends that live between Denver and Boulder that are all not necessarily related to. Yeah. So Um, you've got a network and a community. Yeah, I do. I do. So like that was number one for me, especially considering what the community is that I've built for myself here. Mm-hmm. Starting from scratch is a lot it's of hard. work. So yeah, yeah. Um, I won't have to necessarily start all the way from scratch when I get there. Good. Um, and I looked at other factors. So obviously I looked at job market and I will be able to transition my career there with ease. Um, I looked at the housing market. It's Denver is rated number two for the fastest growing um, with regards to rent increases, um, which isn't great. (laughs) But I'm coming from D.C. where it's already expensive to live. So it's fine. It's not like I'm moving from Iowa City. (laughs) San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's fine. It's comparable. Um, And then I looked at dating. So I switched over a couple of my apps to Denver um, just when I started thinking about it back in March, I was oh. like, let me take a gander to like, see what, see it, what I see. So I switched was. over for a week, didn't state where I was. I just like changed the city to Denver and left it at that. And in the first two days <laughs> of being <laughs> in Denver, what? I didn't know that. Oh yeah. I had more matches that like immediately transitioned to conversations, like just straight up. Wow. Different. Do you think... What's the difference? Yeah. Is it because people in D.C. are just really awkward? I don't think the men of D.C. are awkward. I oh, think okay. they are. No. Well, okay. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> like, not, not men, but just D.C. D.C. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm attributing it to okay. with regards to the male perception of what I'm selling. Because I didn't yeah. change anything about my profile yeah, either. Yeah. I left everything exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that for the most part, men in D.C. are looking for a specific type of woman. And I don't fit that yeah. mold. Um, at least the men that I'm interested in dating. Can you say a little bit more about that? Like, what is the specific type of Sure. Um, so, like, in even even in, when it comes down to my profession, so depending on, um, I can't remember which one of the apps doesn't let you say where you work. It's, like, what field you work in. Mm, um, the League. Is it? No, the League has, the League pulls from your LinkedIn profile, oh, yeah. so that has your specific details. It literally pulls <gasps> what company you work for? Uh-huh. You can clear it out. Okay. I was like, um, that's, like, kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, a lot of it. But what's nice about it is they also won't match you with people like, you work with first connections. Yeah. First, I've what, heard that before. Yeah. Well, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I work in marketing, but it's been food marketing. So I had, re- and actually the brief time that I was managing the store. Hmm? Do you mind? If I no, please look? finish. Have the coffee, Rena. <laughs> Have <laughs> the coffee. It was a rough night last night. Everyone knows. We were all there. We were there. Good. <laughs> this is why I ate cheese fries when I got home. And why um, I brought bagels <laughs> for this podcast recording. <laughs> but look, it's coffee meets bagel. Oh. This, okay. this episode is not sponsored by. 
even though we're drinking the coffee wheels. Um, you know, we should get sponsored by. We should. <laughs> yeah. We talk about. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So um, retail or food is an automatic turnoff because people assume mm-hmm. that means you're a server or bartender. Yeah. You're working mm-hmm. odd hours. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a turnoff be- in D.C. Yes. So that's that. Obviously, the thing that's most obvious to me is that I'm a black woman. Um, there are assumptions made, especially within this city, um, hmm. with the way the city has been gentrified. Um, there are obviously successful professional black women who carry themselves with style and grace and class. Um, but for anybody who's just looking at photographs, hmm. they're going to make an assumption about yep. where this person is coming from, what they're representing, what their background is, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the apps and in real life, when I'm out, I'm usually out with guys and that makes it really hard to approach. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. When, I mean, when you're a group of any people but especially when you're surrounded by guys um i've also noticed a change in the city just in general whereas i used to be able to go out alone and i would meet people now i go out alone and everybody's sitting on their phones yeah i think that's what the downfall of these apps is Mm -hmm. is if you don't you can just do tinder and not have to touch people it's made people very antisocial social media has made people antisocial so when you first started going at bars is that how you would meet because you were doing online dating kind of the whole time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but I mean, like I said, there were times I took breaks, but by all means, yes. My, It's not like I'm going out to meet somebody, right. but I did go out by myself a lot. And, and you would meet people. Mm-hmm. So how many, so you would meet guys in bars, and then that's just slowly shifted from, away from that and towards only online dating? No, I think I put less pressure on myself to go out alone, is, is it? Um, because I, I realized if I was going out with any group, I wasn't breaking away from the group and meeting other people. Yeah. Um, so that was why I would make time to go out by myself. So that's that said, like I've been out with a group and seen somebody and like left the group to go have a conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I have to initiate it every time. Yeah. Can I ask yeah. over the years, have you seen a decline in how many people you match with on the apps in DC? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Even within the last year alone. Hmm. And at times, it's. It, I'm sure you all have experienced this. When you're on multiple apps, you see the same, same people. people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm past that. Um, like you're I, running out of people? That's that's what I'm starting to wonder. Like there are days with Coffee Meets Vehicle, for example, where you can get up to six matches a day where I would get two or one. It's like mm. okay, like there are no more, there are no more men to be <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> to be explored here yeah um and there are often times that I'm looking I'm like does this person really actually live in the city is this a real human being <laughs> period mm-hmm. like are they just flooding this to like Bumble yes I've it? heard that they put fake people mm-hmm. to make fake attractive people mm-hmm. and then they will match they will always match with you and then just not they front load it right yeah mm-hmm. so it's sort of so the beginning when, yeah. I've heard that from a guy on a date. He did not like work for Bumble, so this okay. could be totally wrong. But he did know someone. I don't know. I believed it. Yeah. And now I tell mm-hmm. people. So mm-hmm. whether or not I started true. the, the rumor. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'll I will support it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, the, it's not necessarily that the quality of man has decreased. It's just that when you're here for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to Denver. Yeah. Um. What what are the conversations that you have had mm-hmm. with the guys there? Mm-hmm. What do, what are the guys like mm-hmm. over there? Um, and then Anna has an interesting stat about Denver. I have, no, I, well, yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. Okay. But all right. I'm, yeah. I'm interested in hearing it. Um, so DC for so long as I, 
I haven't heard anybody describe it like this in a long time. It's DC being a transient city mm-hmm. with new people coming and going all of the time. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I haven't heard that in a while. Denver is what DC was a few years ago. Most of the people, most of the guys that come up have either recently moved there or mm-hmm. are, um, there are a few people who are like, I've been here forever <laughs> um, because it's like such a, it's, it's like me Weird. here. It's yeah, a rare say, thing. That's like people who grew yeah, up in DC. Exactly. Um, but a lot of them are coming from different places and I think that they tend to be more open-minded. Yeah. Um, and a lot more, um, probably proactive. Yes. They're like picking up and moving. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, so what the men are like, they all range. Um, it's, it's the same mix of professional and recreate, I shouldn't say recreational. Um, <laughs> but, especially when I'm speaking about that city in particular, <laughs> there have been some guys who are like, I manage a head shop or like, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, makes sense. But a lot of outdoorsy, and that's what a lot of people move there for is access to the mountains. Um, and then the conversations have been super easy. And I, my profile right now says DC native moving to Denver this summer. Okay. So it's it's right there at the very front of my profile. So there's no question. No, we cannot meet tomorrow. <laughs> Don't live there. <laughs> so that hasn't that hasn't turned people. I'm yeah. sure it has. It, I'm but sure it, that it has. Still but getting matches. The, yes, I'm still getting matches, and then some of those still turn into conversations. For some, it certainly has been. Oh, I didn't realize you aren't here yet. And then others, like, we'll have the conversation, and then they'll say, "All right, well, you know, here's my number. Hit me up when you get to town." Oh, that's um, great. This is cute. Yeah. yeah. So if nothing else, it's in every conversation is not me asking but them asking what are you looking for so i'm i always say no I'm, like in a relationship mm-hmm. oh wow mm-hmm. that's actually that's really interesting it's yeah. it's the I way that it used to be it's the way that it used to be <laughs> like, uh, wait it's like stepping back in the time in e- like on e-harmony days people would ask guys would ask that well not in e-harmony because you're there because you're, you're trying to get that. married um but like yeah back in plenty of fish days or original okay cupid days yeah guys would it be like what do you what do you look for, for? Because there are guys, and they'll let you know up front, I am just looking to bang. Like, I'm not Mm -hmm. looking for a relationship. Um, But for the most part, many of them are looking for, you know, a friendship that transitions into something more serious or just straight up a relationship. So are you planning on meeting up with these guys? Yeah, I mean, that's the plan. Yeah. That's definitely the plan. Um, I'll be realistic about when I get out there. Now, to that end, the last two visits that I've made to Denver just being out I have met people. Wow. Oh, I'm so... I'm, DC, let's do this. I want this to happen. <laughs> yeah. Because I yeah. agree. I feel like it used to be that meeting in bars wasn't that weird, but now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you talk to humans in bars? Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's... That's, that's how it's supposed it to be. You're exactly. Like, like, I'm honestly... I, I switched over cities just to see if I had a, any better chance. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, I know I don't necessarily need to keep the apps running once I get there because mm-hmm. I can go out and meet that's people. like. nice. It's really refreshing. It's is it really refreshing. is age similar? Mm-hmm. Men? Oh yeah. Um. So and I, again, back to my investigative. Your <laughs> <laughs> Virgo here. tendencies. Um. The. The boom that's happening in Denver right now. It's all of Colorado. Sixty-five thousand people moved to Colorado. In the year twenty seventeen, and are on track again for another sixty-five thousand, which I'll be. Um, (laughs) coming in this year and the majority um, over 70% are into Denver specifically Hmm. Um, but it is about age 34 to 38 year old which is where I fall 
Um, and then the other thing I didn't mention of the friends that live out there, only one is in a relationship. Oh, wow. So, That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Here I do have, I mean, recently I've adopted a lot of new single friends, but when it comes to, like my college friends, mm. most everybody is either already married, about to be married, yeah. and or has kids. So I am not, as I mentioned earlier, like pushing for marriage um, at any point. Um, but it is a lot harder to just like keep those relationships fresh when mm-hmm. people are, are working on their family units. Um, so I'm leaving. It's <laughs> a great way to put it. <laughs> working on my family unit. Putting their hours in for their family units. <laughs> Clocking family in. Unit. Yeah. <laughs> PTO from my family unit. <laughs> Like we're shitting on anyone. Yeah, that's what's happening. That family unit Um, have you noticed like a racial breakdown, DC versus Denver? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver's real white. Okay. Um, because <laughs> I think Denver's a pretty white city. Denver's a really white city. Now I did learn this. Um, when I was out there, there is surprisingly a large black population and as i mentioned uh-huh. denver is now what dc was mm-hmm. several years ago the, the gentrification is very real i looked at a new luxury building that they i couldn't even go into yet they were supposed to be a hard hat tour when i went out there for apartment hunting um but they weren't ready to mm-hmm. show yet um this building the units cost the same as like anything at the wharf or wow. in yeah. shaw um, which is ridiculous for Denver to begin with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's smack dab in the middle of this very, very recently gentrifying neighborhood. Mm. So I walked past a huge, I don't know what the, it was Memorial Day weekend. Um, so I'm not sure if it was like a, a community event or a, like a big family reunion, but like a, an all black block party happening mm-hmm. in downtown Denver. Mm-hmm. And I was like, see, there are black people here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I found them. I found them all. And they're having this party across the street, on this one block, across the street from these luxury condos that they will not be living in. Mm. Um, So yeah, the gentrification is real there. There is the cultural differences. I'm certain it will catch up with me. Um, But I mentioned the male-female ratios of my life. I didn't mention the race ratios of my life. Um, in public, I went to public school K through eight. My fifth grade mm. class, there were five classrooms, a hundred students total, mm-hmm. one black kid for each class, and one Hispanic kid for the whole. So, wow. like, I've I've also lived a very black. white life. Mm-hmm. Um, you, yeah, I was gonna say, do you have you ever dated anyone black? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been on dates with black men, pretty much like every man under the rainbow. Um, <laughs> okay, I, I like to look at men like skills. <laughs> taste the rainbow um <laughs> taste the rainbow oh my good uh yeah no i don't discriminate which is why it's really hard to be on the other side of discrimination mm, because yeah. i don't, don't discriminate yeah. um but it, it i don't imagine it, it bothering me at the beginning there are people in my life who think that i'm going to think otherwise i'm like but really have you thought about what my life has been to date mm-hmm. it'll be fine <laughs> it'll be fine so yeah, that's um, that's about all I have as far as insight on Denver goes for now. I am excited to get there and see what happens, um, and if I meet a burly mountain man who wants to come back to this small town with me, bring him back. <laughs> that'd be just fine. 
I also want to like find a positive thing to say about DC dating yeah, from you. Yeah, this is not really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I right, can tell I other not. people's success stories, just no, not my own. This, we, this, I think this is realistic. Yeah, yeah, and also that's like it's this is all. DC's constructive criticism yeah. or feedback. And I'm mm-hmm. and listen, guys. Get off your phones and talk to people in bars. That's that's and date black women. That's the take. Those are the takeaways. But you're also talking to somebody who's been aggressively at this for yeah mm-hmm. a long time. It's almost twelve years of like actively wow. trying. Yeah. So I'm not giving up. I'm just accepting the fact. <laughs> the same for you. <laughs> the same for me. I the same you. for me. And I've I've had that experience. I used to travel a lot for work and just like every other city I do fine. Mm. It's just the place that I love the most that can't oh, heartbreaking. Love me back. Um, but I've made some of the best friends of my life here. Yeah. I was going to say you're my for using here. one, yeah. one part of your yeah, life to that's measure. That's, yeah. that's all the, I, I highly encourage people to, to embrace the city. I would just like them to remember how to interact with one another. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to talk to you in a few months. Yeah. And see we how it's going. We wish you well. Yeah. And I will let you know if there's something to report. Okay. <laughs> Keep tabs. Yeah. Keep a spreadsheet. Be a Nana. Do you want me to Ooh. share my spreadsheet? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. Please do. I love it. That's great. I, I am hopeful that this city gets back to a place of people. What it used to be. Yeah. People meeting, meeting organically. Yes. Yeah. yeah. People just being friendly. And nice. And yeah, yeah, and it, it doesn't have to lead to a relationship, just yeah. human pleasantries. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do know. Good luck in Denver, Shauna. Thank we'll you. Miss you. Gonna miss you guys. Mm. Still listen far. to our podcast. Though. I will. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Shauna. Good luck in Denver. To our listeners, we've got a really exciting episode coming up. Because it's really funny. (laughs) Some of these stories are really funny and weird. We're compiling some of our favorite worst it ever stories. So if you have one, go on underthebeltway.com and we have a submission form there. Tell us your story or email us a voice memo where you tell us what happened and we might include it in the pod. I'm sure there are so many, but I hope for your sake that it wasn't actually that terrible. But probably it was. (laughs) Anyway, for our sake, we do. (laughs) Bye. Bye.